0: Time for episode 132 of Soccer Cards United um, in yet another position uh, as the studio is in yet another stage of its redevelopment. Oi. Um, just before we came on air, we did a opening of the Platinum set, the Jude Bellingham Platinum created set, um, which will be on YouTube probably before the podcast. So if you're watching the podcast on YouTube or you are listen to podcasts on audio, um, you've seen it, you've seen it and if you haven't seen it, check it, check it out.
1: Drop a like, drop a comment. Drop a like,
0: drop a comment. Just checking that we're all systems go here. Okay, fine. Um, Enzo, hi. How are you?
1: Hey, Jason, I'm good.
0: Good. Um, any thoughts you want to share on the Jude set, or should people just go watch the video? They should go
1: watch the video. It, it looks great. Okay. That's what I, I shipped out everything today before podcast. Every person who ordered Jude Bellingham has had it shipped out. Fantastic. And we'll have it tomorrow. I believe everyone will have it tomorrow. I think. Nothing was wrong. Yes, it's wrong.
0: Uh, okay. Well, very good. Um. Do we have any other updates for soccerunited.com before we start?
1: Um. Yeah. We have lights out on pre-order. Um, right. We have lights out on pre-order. Formula One lights out. Um. Seventy-five euro per box, I believe. Okay. Um. What else do we have for? I think that's it. We still have some um national treasures. We still have some World Cup prism. I think the national treasures is that a good price now, based on where the market is on that. So yeah, if any high rollers out there want to dive in. We have these. Formula One Dynasty boxes, Jason, that I just think it could be time to rip. And we have that famous Bowman Sapphire, which I actually think now our price on it might actually be above where the market is. I think it's, yeah, I think it's falling. Um, So if anyone actually wants a Bowman Sapphire, shoot us a DM and make an offer, because we do just want to sell it.
0: Okay. Very good. Mm. Um, That's it, I think. Okay, well then let's get straight into Hobby HQ. It's our second show back, and we're still kind of... Getting loose. feeling our way into it. Now, Enzo, so people may have seen on uh, Instagram or on YouTube oh, a, short a big video. Big, uh, big, big video. Big video where, where you're wearing surgical gloves. I was having fun with that video. Yeah, I know. It was great. I
1: put the gloves on. I had a little mark on the box. I had a lot of things going on mm-hmm. in that video. I wanted to make it compelling. I added a, a rocket ship emoji to the YouTube short. Wow. And listen, went to the moon.
0: Um, but you pulled for people that didn't see it. I pulled one of the two because
1: there is two. One of the two, one of one, Cristiano Ronaldo. Let me say that again. One of one, Cristiano Ronaldo from last year's UEFA Inception boxes. This is the highlights insert. So there's star quality and highlights. This is the highlights insert from that set. So does this mean
0: this isn't a true one of one?
1: Um, No, it is a true one of one, I think, because it, there's no other one of one of this exact image. So it's a true one of one. There's just Ronaldo appears twice in the set.
0: Right, okay. Yeah, 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 So it is
1: yeah. a true 1-1? There's no other 1-1 variation of this exact card.
0: So a true 1-1 a true 1-1 would be what? If there was a 1 of 1 of the same image but it was like gold black or something.
1: I think so. Like if you look at kind of maybe I don't know, this might be totally wrong. Maybe like the Messy Nebula 1-1 from Prism wasn't a true 1-1? Yes. Other Messy one but at the same time I don't know, maybe it's a true 1-1 for Choice, true 1-1 for Breakaway, true 1-1 for Prism.
0: I don't know. Right, I don't know. It.
1: I think it's like I think a true one one counts when like when it's like some sets have as you said there's like a one one and then there's like a black gold one one in the same set.
0: Mm-hmm. It's know. confusing, isn't it? It's one on one. It's a one on one Ronaldo. That's
1: Ronaldo i I seen an of ten Prism go for three grand recently.
0: Right. World Cup Prism.
1: No, it was a Premier League Prism. So it's okay. gold Prism which has huge collectibility. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to think of one one, like surely we're in a we're in a four figure range anyway.
0: It's also it's gold.
1: It's gold, right? Four figures. It's Inception, which is such a. I don't know what to do with it. I think it looks great. So here's the thing I want to grade it, but a lot of people say, don't grade it 101, it's 101. So do I list it for sale? Do I grade it? But at the same time, if you grade it and it gets a 10, that adds a bump to the 101, even though it's
0: 101. Yeah.
1: Because there's not many. Like, Then it comes into collector space of, I collect one of one PSA 10 Ronaldos. Wow, imagine being that guy. Not me, but. Yeah, but imagine that's that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think if it gets a PSA 10, it kind of adds an allure to it. Mm hmm. And it looks great, so why not put it... And I want it in encapsulated anyway, so I think we'll grade it. Would you consider
0: getting the, uh, the auth?
1: No, I wouldn't authenticate it. You wouldn't authenticate it? it. Oh, no, I kind of want them to tell me it's a PSA 10. Right. But then I have to pay PSA money. Yes. For a card that, like...
0: They didn't pull it. You pulled it.
1: I don't know what to do with it. If anyone knows a big, big-time big collector, I'm, I'd, what would you let it go for, Jason? If you if it's in your hand today and you had to sell it... just don't even say that. You're going to undercut the price. <laughs> No, oh, don't even answer. I, I want four figures. I don't think it delves into five-figure range. I don't think.
0: Four I wasn't gonna say less than four figures.
1: Yeah, but you'd be on the low end. I'll take a grand. You'd say.
0: Well, I mean, what's it worth? I don't know. I don't know either. Three grand, you said for uh, for a gold prism. Yeah. So it's in that range. It's about that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: I would say, I would say two and a half to five grand is probably yeah. where it is. Right.
0: I'm trying. To th- I'm trying. To, I'm thinking of the big Ronaldo card that we bought recently.
1: No, but that's just... there. There's a lot of... Uh, the market's
0: down on Ronaldo.
1: The market's definitely down on Ronaldo. But at the same time, like...
0: So I would say you might as well grade it because... No great rush to sell it. True. Now it's not really Ronaldo. I mean, he's playing for a,
1: Like, someone has a one-on-one from Top's Chrome this year for 75 grand on eBay. Now, obviously, that...
0: Yeah, <laughs> getting a lot of offers, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, getting loads of offers. Yeah. yeah. A one-on-one, white box, 15 grand. Right? Like, I think, yeah... It's, it's one of those cards where you have to find the right buyer and as you said I'm not in a rush to sell it, so I think I might just bring it around we'll, we'll probably see I, the, the thoughts of bringing it the card shows and having everyone be like
0: I mean we were talking to somebody in Munich mm. about a one of one uh, Mohamed Salah from Inception yes and they wanted 3,500 mm. I believe uh, for that and we were like that's like an 800 euro card
1: that's it but that wasn't Ronaldo was it
0: no, but I'm just saying, so it's it's it is one of those things where it's very much in the eye of the Who of the beholder. Up? You know?
1: There that that is still up for sale from the same owner. Yeah. For three thousand seven hundred. So So
0: and it's like I'm sure it is worth that to somebody. That's it. But you know
1: I'm trying to see like one on one inceptions that have sold, but it's not. Jason, I don't know. Okay. It's one of the it's kind of one of the annoying things. Like you hit a I mean, there's an r forty nine of the same Ronaldo for a hundred. Yeah.
0: Sold for. Yeah. So. I mean, but again, like it, it. now is not a good time to sell for Ronaldo. I think his next game is in an exhibition match against PSG. Not even yeah. for Al Nasser for an all-Ria all all eleven or something. An all-star
1: team, yeah. So, um, you no, know. I, I just think it's a really nice card. I'm not... I kind of just wanted to show it off, I think.
0: And I think people really enjoyed that. So feel free to show off things in future. I've like seen
1: people buy boxes of off us all year and get big heat. Yeah, and you wanted to... I wanted to get involved. I wanted, wanted to, to get, get involved. The, I got some heat over here.
0: Mm, good. Um. Now, speaking of trends and and stuff like that, I decided to... I was doing some pre-production for the show and I decided to check in with our old friends over at Sports Collectors Daily, Oof. see what uh, Rich Mueller had for us. What did he have for us? Uh, he actually didn't have anything for us in particular, but I discovered a, a blog called Mint Condition that's hosted on a, on... What do you call it? on sportscollectorsdaily.com and it's by a guy called Joel Belfer and he had some uh, predictions for the hobby in 2023 so I thought we could talk about them and say, you know, do we agree with them or not or do we, you know. So he starts off just a quick, I'm not going to read the whole article but he starts off 2022 is an interesting year for the hobby fanatics acquired tops ebay acquired tcg player startups like altan and, and arena club raised funding the first mint collective was held most card prices declined and more uh so uh, as we turn to next year and uh, new new year same hobby or what okay here are, here are some takes prediction. from the mint condition blog on on the prediction right okay prediction number one the upper end of the hobby and vintage will remain strong the rest of the market will continue to decline. Basically saying that uh, it's only those at the very tippy top of the economic spectrum uh, who are insulated from uh, cost of living increases and stuff like that to the point where they can still invest. Mm -hmm. um, And that uh, in general, the market will decline. However, F1 and soccer both get special mentions. Soccer from the World Cup momentum and F1 for the three US Grand Prixs uh, as maybe being some niches uh, and I think that's something to remember when you're when you're a soccer collector, is like you'll hear a lot of scaremongering and and downturn talk about the hobby in general. But if you're a soccer collector, we're operating in a in a niche that is a fraction of the size of baseball and NFL cards and all that stuff. So even if we even if the market is down is in a downturn, we can still make progress trying to catch up to them. We have to think of ourselves not as, you know. An upturn or a downturn. I think we should think of success as soccer collectors as is our market share as soccer collectors bigger than it was last year. That's what's important.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: We have to catch up with the other sports. I still
1: think it's mad that we're such a niche in it. When you, when you think of how like we've been kind of in a in a zone of soccer, 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 but it's such a it's a niche when you it's a niche when you compare it to basketball and the likes of it.
0: It's yes. Mad. Um, okay, prediction two: Fanatics make another big splash. Basically, this prediction is that Fanatics acquired Tops, then they installed Josh Luber, then they took Josh Luber out, um, and then they put in a new CEO and a new CFO. The new CFO only came in. Chief Vision
1: Officer, wasn't it?
0: No, Josh Luber was a Chief Vision Officer, and then they realized that's not a real job title, so they got rid of him Ah. and brought in a CEO and a CFO, which they probably should have had in the first place. Yeah, those sound like job titles. Yeah. um, I'm not sure vision is as important as uh, preventing insolvency. Uh, So, anyway... Basically, now, the idea is that Fanatics have settled, the top steel has settled, and that Fanatics are going to start making more moves, maybe towards Panini, maybe towards Upper Deck, who knows? But I think continued expansion of Fanatics into collectibles is a fair prediction, I'd agree with that. It's
1: a good prediction.
0: Um, also, who knows what it'll bring. Okay, and this is one that I think, that we can speak to. hmm Prediction number three, hobby startup funding slows with certain companies pivoting and even a few shutting down. I was taken back immediately to that corporate area at the National.
1: Oh, when you had all these companies. The sprawling part of the corporate area as well. Yeah. Like the outskirts of it. That's
0: right. When you had the people, who, you know, it wasn't quite Tops and panini who could afford the very center of the of the area, the kind of satellite companies. Yeah. Grading companies, auction companies. Fractionization companies. Fractionization companies uh companies. You know, take a picture of your card and it'll do this. Companies. companies um, all these guys. Yeah. And I was like, this is, it's like, because the hype happens. Hype happens, and then you have like six to nine months of like gathering data. And then, if you're like an entrepreneurial sort, you take that six to nine months of data, you go to investors and you say, "Look at all this these trends." And that takes another six or nine months, and twelve or eighteen months later, you, you're in production. You're getting ready to to get yourself
1: ready for a launch in a few months' time, and the the, the outlook is totally different. It's gone, and then you weren't ever in it for the love anyway. So now you're not really doing it. Yeah. And then that's all the seed money gets disappeared. That's when you went on a holiday. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's when the company retreat to Barbados happens. Ugh.
0: We need to go down there and try and rediscover our mission date when we end up spending $2.4 million on pina coladas. Oh my God, that sounds like a good time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, so I thought it was an interesting little, uh, uh, art. Uh, art no, I shouldn't say little article, that's patronizing, but an interesting article Jesus. from Joel Belfort. And I would like to hear our listeners' 2023 hobby predictions as well. I'd like to hear yours. Oh. um, My 2023 hobby predictions. Soccer continues to grow. Okay. Um, and more companies, uh, more established companies, whether they be uh, e-commerce businesses, distributors, grading companies, auction houses, everybody. Uh, I think more people are going to start paying attention to what's happening in Europe mm. because they see the card shows now and they go. Yeah, I think PSA PSA
1: is going to be in Europe big time. Yeah. I think they actually collaborated recently with a French company, maybe. Oh really? Yeah, but it kind of scared me. I was like, "This is what they did to Ludkins. This is what they did to Ludkins." That's how it felt. I was like, "Jesus, it looks very, it's yeah. very similar vibe to it." Um, yeah. Card shows are going to continue to happen mm. and continue to be good. Um.
0: I think another trend that's going to continue is is collectors becoming more choosy. I think soccer, we've never really had that. We've never really had like, I'm a soccer Chrome collector. I'm a soccer collector. I But my PC is like museum cards. Yeah. Because we never really had to. We, like, we just
1: never had access to anything. And now we kind of have an, an over access to things that we can actually choose to be choosy.
0: Yeah, you have so, to be a bit choosy because otherwise you go bankrupt. Can't buy everything. Can't buy everything. So now it's like, whereas before it was like, can't buy anything. So if I get a chance to buy anything, I'm buying I'm it. I'm buying it. And um, Whereas now I think we're going to see like, maybe... Niches appearing within um, the soccer niche,
1: yeah, it makes sense.
0: Maybe what would you, would you call that? Maybe a, a maturing of the soccer market of the soccer community that would
1: be a better prediction, I guess. Yeah, maturing of the soccer in in Europe, especially, yeah,
0: in Europe, especially. Yeah,
1: um, yeah.
0: So, um, also any Formula One predictions with the three races in the US? Do you know, it's going to have an impact, or
1: um, you'd like to think it will, it'll have an impact, the sport, well, yeah, it'll have an impact, the sport in the United States, and I think the 2020 products are still just going to go from strength to strength. Mm. I think they've, they've come down a lot, but I think when when the Vegas Grand Prix happens, anyone that's kind of into cards in other sports, if they get exposed to that and they want to buy F1, what are they going to buy 2020?
0: Yeah. Yeah, depending on who they are, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, the Vegas Grand Prix is what I was thinking of just because that'll be such a spectacular event and you'll hear of... It'll you be know, such good promotion. ...Caesar's Palace offering a $5 million like, you know, all inclusive weekend thing where it's like you and a hundred guests and all like and that like that sort of stuff uh really gets a lot of play in the States. Yeah. So um yeah. Um yeah. Did you have something you wanted to talk about here on the computer?
1: Yeah no I was just pointing out as well uh big new big hobby news with, with Golden Auction. A few few big hobby news. One, there's gonna be a crazy auction in January at some point, one of the biggest soccer cards maybe ever and one of the most significant soccer cards maybe ever modern is going to go up for auction, which is not there yet. Just I just know this because a listener of ours told me because mm-hmm. they're, they're auctioning one of their big cards. So that's going to come out, I think, Friday. So when you're listening to this, a day or two later, you're going to hear about a big crazy card going up for auction. Okay. And then I did that, and I clicked on to Golden to try to talk about that, and I remember that they launched the new marketplace.
0: The Golden Marketplace, the which we've we'll been talking about before. The yeah.
1: Marketplace, right, which is officially launched, functioning. I haven't really looked at it. Uh, I heard some people say, I don't know why I thought I would get good deals on the Golden Marketplace. Everyone's overpriced. Yeah, um, and that's not a golden problem. That's a that's a people problem. problem. People selling stuff, they're mm. just taking advantage. Which is, I guess quite a smart. A lot of eyes are about to be on this, so why not try to, I don't know. Um so that's interesting. But then one of the things I also seen there that there's currently Jason a weekly auction on, right? An elite auction, should I say? And Jason, do you know what I'm after saying? Lot
0: number one,
1: yeah. Of the elite auction is soccer, and <laughs> from lot number one all the way down to lot fifty eight, there's no other soccer.
0: We made it. A-
1: Lot number one, do you know what it is? No, I don't. It is, apparently, that's the important thing, photo matched. Photo matched, here we go. The historic Diego Maradona hand of God soccer ball photo matched from 1986 World Cup. Ali Benassior match referee, letter of provenance, resolution photo matching. What does that, that, are they trying to say this is the one his hand touched? Are they saying there was only one ball at that game? I assume there was more. There
0: was more. What's the description say? Is it the actual hand of God? It was by? one of the
1: most famous goals in World Cup history, with England and Argentina battling it out in 1986 World Cup quarterfinals in Mexico City Estadio Azteca. The late Diego Maradona of Argentina opened the scoring, arguably the most controversial goal of all time, six minutes into the second half. And da-da-da-da-da. despite the pros, yeah, we know about the goal. Don't worry about that. The ball comes directly from the referee, who has had a possession since the infamous day in 1986. According to a letter of prominence, from Venezuela, accompanies this ball, the instructions given to the referees of the tournament by FIFA. Annie Satraf-Lew, who directs an official World Cup match at the end of the match, keeps and becomes the sole and exclusive owner of the ball. The ball was used throughout the match without being obliged to use the reserve ball. Okay. I refuse to believe that.
0: Like, I believe it, but I refuse to so believe are you're So saying, you're saying, if I went back and watched that England versus Argentina game, at no point would somebody produce another ball. ball goes into the stands. That's what I'm saying. They get the ball back. If we watch the full whack of that game. Yeah. And it's also like... Why is it in this condition? It's in bad condition. But well, it got booted around. Somebody A lot of the air is left out of it. Yeah, but like, how? if you're the referee, like, don't mind the hand of God. What about the other goal? Like, this is
1: an iconic thing to own. Why is it not in better nick?
0: Well, maybe it's just deflated. Like, it's fine, Nick. It's fairness. deflated. It's deflated.
1: Why do they we? Why do they match? I don't understand.
0: Well, okay, so there's a few things to, to know. For listeners that don't know, the most expensive piece of sports memorabilia ever yeah. is the Hand of God jersey. 9.3 million. Um, so it's like, you get the Hand of God jersey sale and then everyone goes, what else is there from the Hand of God game? Are we going to have Hand of God corner flags? Are we going to have the Lionsmans, uh, baton? His flag. His flag. I mean, the ball is significant because this
1: is the ball. Could we have the whistle? The whistle that didn't whistle. You'll have Maradona's boots at some point. If his you're boots, gone. yeah. I don't know. like For me... The starting bid, by the way, is 500,000, 600,000 buyers premium. Right. I'm sure people will buy it. But it's like... We'll keep an eye on that I refuse to believe some referee had it in his possession all this time. Referees don't get paid well enough for him to hold that this long. And maybe, again, it was the jersey sale, and then he goes, holy shit, Yeah. 9.3 million, maybe I have... Well,
0: I mean, we know the jersey jersey was offered at various points, three grand and ten grand, and, Mm. you know... Maybe the referee thought, this is it, this is it, this is my... I mean, we don't know. I mean, they're, like, some of the referees, they're not full-time referees. So he's he probably perfectly successful in his yeah, other I mean, life. And I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, that and is interesting. There is some
1: cool soccer-related stuff in this auction. Um, I think January could be a good time to buy stuff. Mm. You know, in, in auction. Like, we're seeing a, there's a Topps Chrome 2017, 10,10, uh, Messi, Red Refractor. There's some 101 and Bat-based. The 101 Eminence Messi, oil, which looks so beautiful. Because it's like a oh, different yeah, image, look at that, yeah. a different image, it's beautiful. Um, older school Eminence, which you know what? You know what's funny? What? Everyone complained about this year's Eminence. Yeah. I think that looks better than that. Does mm. it not? I mean, I don't like the way the image is not looking, like you can't see his face properly. But like... Yeah,
0: I like the gold ink.
1: Okay. All right.
0: But I see, I, see what, I see what you're saying.
1: It's not, the, like, it's nice.
0: Eminence is There's particularly... an argument that the, the 2022 Eminence pops more.
1: The, the Ronaldinho backing for auction having not out a beard the last time around. Yeah. A bit sad to see. I must, I must admit it. So
0: there you go. So that's the... few bits going on. B. Lot number one at the current Yeah, a lot elite. number one
1: is, is soccer. That's going to help.
0: But not a soccer card.
1: No. And it's like the more soccer... It's like the more soccer memorabilia sells for tens of millions, the more you realise maybe soccer cards just... it's not It's not a case of... There's not money in soccer. It's not a case that there's not collectability in soccer. It's a case that the hobby hasn't actually expanded beyond the United States into the soccer
0: people. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe that's true. Do you know? Yeah. So my prediction for
1: this year is that that's going to change. And just to share with the one of one Argentina badge from 2022 World Cup Prism Black like yeah. Prism badge is up on auction as well. Mm. They won
0: it. Mm, PSA. Mm. The champions. The champions. They'll the be back soon as well. My God
1: um oh, no, i'm sorry that's just my little bit of no golden, don't, don't. Golden,
0: that's fine let you see how far yeah. we are into the uh, recording or oh, 20 minutes in okay that's Jason's good.
1: terrified of going over his his uh a his, lot of time is a lot of time
0: um okay i think that's all we had for hobby hq this week great so we can move into your football week um there was a lot of cup games this week so it's hard to keep track of uh a lot, happened.
1: A lot of games happen my man have had some bad form
0: yeah uh, Milan beaten. Stop it. By Lautaro Martinez. Well, how did it? Uh, and Inter Athletic
1: Milan, relevant? Madrid
0: irrelevant. Just wait, just wait. Lautaro Martinez inspires Inter Milan to beat Milan in Saudi Arabia. Barcelona beat Real Madrid in Saudi Arabia. Two super in Saudi Arabia. That's good. Uh, Harvey Elliott of that Fulham uh tops now Premier League rookie card that nobody seems to care about. Care about. Uh, scored a wonderful goal against Wolves for Liverpool, rare moment of joy for Liverpool. Um, and uh, Wilfred, I, I always mess the pronunciation up. Is it Gononto or is it Nonto? It's like Gnocchi. Nonto. Nonto. That's Nonto. What I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wilfred Nonto uh, scored a wonderful volley for Leeds against Cardiff as they beat them 5 2 or something in the FA Cup. And I was just thinking when I saw that goal, I was like, if this was a little Brazilian fella. Twitter would be all over it. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or if he wasn't in the Premier League already. If he wasn't in the Premier League already, it's like, why is this not, you know, I feel like if this was, like, if it was, I was thinking like, if that was Vinny Jr. or Rodrigo, we would be getting all that. About it. You might also think if it, if it was
1: Nianto, but he was playing for Atalanta.
0: We might talk about it. Right, okay. Because there'd be kind of a, there'd be a, a mystique to it. Because people don't watch those other leagues. Right, so you'd be thinking he's doing it he's weekend. Like, man goal yeah. for end. They'd be saying, right, yeah, yeah. But he yeah. is. I think, I think he is a very exciting player. I think he's since he came in, he's, uh, one of the most tackled players in the league, which is always a good. I'd say there's a nice correlation between the amount of tackles a player draws and their card values. Okay. I don't know if that's if that's if you we're looking for another I can see that. edge.
1: If you look, if you think of like um, what's his name, Jeremy Doku. Yeah. In, in the Euros he was getting felled a lot because he was so exciting and dribbling a lot mm-hmm. therefore you know Alejandro Granato yeah. was getting felled a lot as well
0: that's right Neymar and Bape, Messi I mean, it says
1: a lot just about being a dribbler that tries to beat a man yeah
0: and also I think it's also uh, something to do with like there aren't many things that you can do in modern football that set you apart dribbling is one of them yeah fair you know I mean even if you're an amazing pass for the ball you have to have the ball and then how often do you get to actually hit a spectacular pass not that often um, so, some good quality being shown all around Europe. The Bundesliga is finally back at the weekend. And I was looking. <laughs> finally back. Is finally like back. I've been waiting on the Bundesliga to come back. Jan Sommer went to Bayern Munich. I have a 5 of
1: 5 autograph of him. Okay. And I was saying to myself, is he good or is he not? I'm like, what is that? Because I was in a ski incident.
0: Yeah, that's right. Jesus. So, I was trying to. Now that the Bundesliga is back, we're all back now. We're all back to, back to school. Uh, I was trying to be like, what even happened the first half of the season? Who's even playing well? What's going on? Are Bayern at the top again? Bayern are... Man, I know it's tight enough. First, first, I think, but there is a title race on in the... Well, there is the title yeah, a title race on in, in Germany. Um, But I said, well, I'll go and do some research and see what youngsters are lighting up the top five leagues Great. this season. I had to pick a, a stat. I'll talk about why I picked that stat and I'll, after we go through it. But okay. I decided to look at... A list of make a list of the under twenty three players in Europe's top five leagues who are in the list of top ten goal and assist providers in their leagues. Okay. So that might not have been clear, but it'll become clear as we go through. So in Spain, only one of the so It's a combined combined goals and assists, right? So only one of the top ten goal and assist combined providers in Spain is under twenty three. Yes. And it's Vinny Junior. Um, with nine with nine yeah six goals three assists okay. in England there are two one of them is kind of like an of magnitude away from everyone else in this list uh, and that's Erling Haaland who has 21 goals and three assists 24 contributions 24 contributions and then there's Bukayo Saka Starboy Starboy Bukayo Saka who has six goals and seven assists
1: Tw- Twitter said uh I can't believe people are so obsessed with us calling our guys star boys. They started doing it, and Man United fans have done it to a 26 year old rash. <laughs> calling him a star boy with no shame. Yeah. Um, See Jesse Lingard going mad about no PlayStation, and he's thirty.
0: No. Great. What was it?
1: He, he was complaining about Man United saying like they got rid of the PlayStation. There was no good crack to be had, and they're like you're thirty.
0: Oh. That's where at forest struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Saka, by the way, again a player who draws an incredible number of fouls. I should have done a foul index. Um, and his card values, I think, could go higher. I reached out to a man about a Mukoku card
1: and he did not respond to me. And I just remember now looking at his Bundesliga list. Yeah. I'm not happy about Like, you put up for sale, like, PMU. Hmm. I'm ready to give you fat stacks. Yeah. And you're just not responding to me. Yeah. Didn't even open my message. He's in Leipzig. I want that card. Well... This is one of those moments. Like, if I get that card, I'll be delighted.
0: Maybe he'll get back to you soon. You he can tell us all about after the deal is all right, all right. done, it's done. Okay, then in the German league, right? Because you kind of think of Germany as being like, you know, very youth oriented and yeah, all that. Yeah, but there's absolutely. only two players on the list, same as there was in England. Okay. Um, and those two players are. It's Juma- a flawed metric. We can talk about. There's a whole paragraph after okay. about the flawed nature of the metric. So, um, Jamal Musiala, nine goals and six assists,
1: fifteen contributions. Yeah.
0: In the league, I mean that's just in one competition. I don't think people realize how unbelievably productive Jamal Musiala has become.
1: He's great. He's great to watch. Very foulable
0: Very foulable Yeah, and then Moussa Diaby, who is so, still at somehow only twenty-three, knocking around. We've been talking about him for a while. I feel like he's been twenty-three for the last six years, but uh, he has uh, nine contributions with six goals and three assists. So, uh, yeah, Italy. Is Bukoku not on this list because he's twenty-seven odd? He's <laughs> no, because he doesn't doesn't, call. doesn't qualify. Um, right, Italy, two players. Uh, Rafael What a player. What Best a player. player on this list. Eight goals and five assists. Best I mean, those are. List. Yeah, probably.
1: And if you are talk <laughs> about player getting fouled, player beating a man, Rafael Leo. Does he get fouled
0: at all? They
1: tried it, but they can't because he's actually a big beast of a man. Wow.
0: They try and take him down. Can't be tough. So maybe the metric we're really looking for is attempted fouls. Mm. If we just had fouls committed, it wouldn't it would tell look the whole look at Jack story. He's yeah.
1: very fouled, but that was because he's a spa. Mm. he was holding on to the ball too long he wasn't actually beating a man he just had it too much that he yeah. got fouled. eventually yeah. if you're not good at passing a ball you're going to get fouled.
0: So right so we need to put factor that in somehow to the algorithm and he,
1: if he was 23 which he's not he wouldn't make this list either because he scored one goal or something in his entire life
0: yeah About 100 million doesn't get,
1: doesn't get called out enough that's my problem with him
0: right but who does it get called in if you know what I mean oh. does anyone uh, yeah anyway right uh, okay. Also on this list, he, gives, oh, he, he, hang on a he gives a good interview, so it doesn't matter. So they say he's got fun. So on, a few other things about him on that, camera that
1: help him avoid uh, criticism.
0: Yeah. Um. There's one particular trait I can think of. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Right. And then we have uh, leading Napoli at the top of the table. Don't say that. It's true.
1: I'm sad that Napoli are winning the league.
0: It's Kavica Kavacelki. ugh Yeah. Um. Ah. Seven goals, seven assists. I mean, there's balance he's for you. He's a quality player. He's a quality player. And he's only 21. Jesus. He looks about 43. Looks, He looks hollowed out. Yeah, he looks like he's been smoking 20 <laughs> packs a day. Um, <laughs> and Look then France. France. Look at them go. We have Jonathan David with 16 contributions. More than Mbappe in the league this season.
1: Come on, Canada.
0: Canada, yeah. Very disappointing at the World Cup, though, Jonathan and David. I
1: mean, Canada weren't up to
0: much. True. And then uh, the Nigerian striker, Tere Moffi for Lorient with 12 goals no assists he's a pure goal scorer.
1: Selfish. Selfish. It's selfish. That's the only player that I'm not familiar with on this
0: he, list, Jason. Um yeah, me 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 too. Uh so, I I'll just read out this statement before this we is discuss this important
1: statement because I don't agree with it.
0: I would like to read the following statement in no. relation to the previous list. Of course, it's not a perfect stat and there were young players who would be in here if it was only goals or only assists and there were young players who were 11th or 12th on the list with impressive returns. That, and there were, of course, impressive 24-year-olds like Osimhen and Mbappe. Uh, there's also goals per game. There's goals per 90. You have to consider that. It's not just the amount of goals, the amount of minutes you're playing. Uh, a 17-year-old or 18-year-old should not be playing as many minutes as a 28- or 27-year-old for a top team. But as we gear up for the business end of the club season, you could do worse than track these guys. So that's my qualifier.
1: Did you see that you signed Memphis to play? Yeah. There you
0: go. Um, I mean, looking at uh the World Cup, I'm like, yeah, he can play. Yeah, no, he's fine. He's fine. He's good. At least he, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't know if he's going to do any better or any worse. Than Joao Felix. Than Joao Felix. Um, I don't even know if he's going to play. He might get to a first, first training session with Simeone, not be the Simeone's liking. And then that's the end of that for another six months, you know? Jesus. Um, for another, for another six months we bring some other Egypt in so yeah so that's some of the players that are lighting up the the league the league the leagues. and the interesting thing is uh, no new names apart from Kavara and maybe Teramoffi. Uh all those other names we were talking about last season and yeah. some of them the season before um, that's good yeah yeah so we'll be interested to see what rookies I mean Nanto, who we talked about earlier, he'll be a rookie in Premier League, prism and stuff this year. Uh, for it, Leeds.
1: I mean like, that's it. Like I think we 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 are still coming off the back of like um, the pandemic scheduling, and a lot of those players got a lot more game time than they would have otherwise. And like they're still young, so they're still good, so they're going to be still in the mix.
0: Yeah. So um, that's it. That's all I have for this this week.
1: Yeah, it's been quite enough. Great free kick scored against Man United, in... in, in Michael Alise
0: yeah who's rookie I think is last year
1: he didn't celebrate I thought that was weird but I guess you don't celebrate a draw, a draw. that's good mentality
0: yeah kind of or, what would I celebrate for
1: yeah we're not winning yeah
0: it's only Man United
1: he's probably a Man United fan can we talk about your man Mudrick though Just he looks depressed out of his head going to Chelsea <laughs> yeah we can yeah like he he literally he's, he's, a, he's an Arsenal fan
0: mm-hmm. and we spent months uh, telling Chelsea I'm not going there yeah I'm, I'm an Arsenal, Arsenal. fan. Come on you Gunners, can't
1: wait, he was buzzing. And mm-hmm. they're top of the league, it's not even only, they're actually like, normally it's always like, players would prefer to go to Chelsea because they're actually winning. Yeah. Whereas it's like, this time Arsenal win and...
0: Chelsea are in complete crisis mode. And they just keep
1: signing players for nothing.
0: Yeah. I completely forgot when we were doing the list last week or on Monday, but the Ch- they also bought uh, Benoit deal uh, from uh, from Monaco, the defender, for £35 million.
1: Jesus. They have a Bayern as well, don't they?
0: They have a Yang, yeah. Is he there still? He's still there.
1: I don't know what they're doing.
0: So, um, but yeah, poor old Mudrick. Yeah. Um. I haven't
1: seen him smile in weeks.
0: No. So, we wish Chelsea the best of luck for the season, and we wish everyone the best of luck for the season.
1: And shout out to, can I can I give one more shout? Please. Adidas have taken over the Italian kits, and they've, they've mm. come out looking great.
0: Um. Especially that big jacket. Yeah. There you go. Do you think... I I kind of think that the the link between football shirts and football cards is unexplored. In terms of like... You know, you rarely look at the jersey on the card as being a... What do you call it? Like
1: a... Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi will face each other today for what is likely to be the final time. End of an era. They say on Football Tour.
0: I think... The air has already ended.
1: Fair, but what I what I say I say the, the era has ended. I'll say um, there was some mad thing going on like two million or something to go to a VIP to that game. Mm. Do you think we will be able to watch that anywhere? I don't know. Breaking Lionel Messi plays in Qatar today. Maybe World Cup trophy. Off. Maybe Ronaldo will get that hat trick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a sad end. This sad
1: is going to be a sad game. Yeah. yeah. I feel bad for them making Ronaldo play
0: this game. It's not. I mean, yeah. All the stuff he was too proud to do. Do you know he's like? He's like proud about all the wrong stuff. You know? He's just mm. like, he's stubborn uh all the wrong stuff. Like, he for some reason is too proud to share playing time at a top club, to mentor young players to learn new tactical ideas from managers who are up and coming and yet he's not too proud to play an exhibition match against apparently his generational rival for not even a real team. I mean, it's all messed up. It doesn't make any sense.
1: It's sad end.
0: Yeah. It's
1: very sad. There you go. A Saudi Arabian businessman has bid 2.2 million for a ticket to meet Cristiano and Messi after the pair face each other. They'll be depressed out of their head and Ronaldo won't be happy. You're spending two million and Ronaldo's competition, I'm not talking to you.
0: Yeah.
1: Who who thinks they're so self important they need to talk to Messi and Ronaldo after the game? I
0: know. Why
1: don't you just spend two million to be like we're Ronaldo, great game. Yeah, well done. Messi great World Cup win and all and all that. They're like, Thank you. T- thanks. you feel important, do you? What's your name? Mm. You should try me out? Yeah. It's a mad game at the top a mad game at the top. I don't know what to think I feel subdued we're still in the middle of, I mean, it's important point we're still in the middle of completely animating the studio we're sitting in a, a, a carcass
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah for that's sure What I'm looking for uh, I mean yeah it is a carcass <laughs> yeah. saying, that's the word you're looking for but don't call this a <laughs> <Yeah>. carcass <laughs> yeah I think that was the word you're looking for and that might I have, don't appreciate that it. might be the problem um, but yes we'll see you on uh, Monday for more Soccer United uh, more, of the good stuff. more of this kind of really good stuff and have a great weekend and um oh yeah go to the youtube and check out that jude video and if you've ordered a box it's likely even shipped to you and if you haven't ordered a box now Let's it's lights, out.
1: lights out hasn't been shipped we don't have it yet it's a pre-order ah
0: it's a pre-order yeah. okay